There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Atmosphere Laguna, can I help you? Kelly, I'll just have you sign the waiver really quickly. What, this cat's gonna bite me? It's just in case. I live in Newport Beach, California, the nicest place to live in the world. However, there's a rat problem, so I think I want a cat. I think I need to get some pharaoh cats. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't really care for cats, but I find myself in a lot of cat fights. Hello, welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Woo! That Real Houses of Orange County premiere. We have a lot to talk about. I didn't love the premiere at all, by any means. Uh, but there is plenty to talk about with it. There's a lot going on, a lot we need to discuss. Now, before we get into that, I have to say I have a little bit of the giggles today. I was just in my car for like 20 minutes because <laughs> I was driving home from someplace and I pulled into my parking garage. And just as I'm pulling in, I'm listening to the radio and the radio DJ goes, uh, Pink's management team was involved in a plane crash in Germany. And then all of a sudden, they just played that Raise Your Glass song. <laughs> so it was like, Pink's management team was in a plane crash. So raise your glass if you are wrong in all the right ways. You know that song? <laughs> that terrible fucking song that I love. When I, anytime a movie trailer plays that song, I'm in. I'm buying my ticket on Fandango the moment I hear that song. But that Raise Your Glass song is like a happy-go-lucky song. I'm like, wait, what happened to the management team? Did they die in a plane crash? Like, what is going on? I was so worried on the edge of my seat, so I thought, like, after the song ended, the DJ would come on and say, either they're all dead or they're all fine. And the they never did it. They never said anything. So then I waited, like, another song. I'm like, when's this DJ going to explain to me what happened to Pink's management team in Germany? So then I get on my phone to Google. I'm like, Googling like a detective. I'm like fucking Angela Lansbury trying to figure out uh, what happened to the Pink's management team. And apparently I ended up finding out that the management team is fine. And I do regret, or I do resent the radio DJ for not giving us an update. But apparently they're fine. They just had to do a crash landing in Germany. But they really worried me on the radio. They were like, Pink's management team was involved in a horrific plane crash in Germany. So where's your class if you are wrong in all the right ways? <laughs> stupid. That stupid song that I love so, so much. Oh, what a song. When I hear that in the grocery store, I'm buying a DiGiorno. Let me tell you that. Uh, I want to say, for those of you expecting a full Southern Charm recap, I do apologize. We're just going to do Orange County right now. And... That's for multiple reasons. Number one is I didn't get a chance to watch Southern Charm. That's A. B, we hate Shep right now. <laughs> we're, we're not into Shep. I've never liked Shep. And for all of those of you out there who have been DMing me saying I've been too hard on Shep all season, well, I haven't been. If you've been following the news, uh, that awful video of Shep in, the, in New York City, I mean, come on. And then he released a sort of an apology, but it didn't even feel like an apology. I was like, ugh, I do not like Shep. Enough of him. And after that happened, I was like, oh, I don't even want to watch that fucking show now. I'm so mad at them. <laughs> I am so mad. I mean, of course I want to support my queens on that show, but 
you know, I didn't get a chance to watch it this week, and I don't even feel bad because I'm so mad at Shep. Ugh, so sick of him. So sick of the men on that show, except for my Craigie. And, you know, I go back and forth with Austin. I'll say that. I'll say that. So anyway, we're going to talk about Orange County because that was the premiere, and it was a wild episode, so much to get into. So that's what we're going to cover. And then we'll be back to Southern Charm next week. And and also, I don't know how we're going to cover Orange County. <laughs> this seems so... Um, this seems so unorganized, doesn't it? But I don't know if I'm going to be covering Orange County every week because I do really want, I'm going to be covering Dallas every week. So I'm going to be diving into Dallas full on, doing recaps every single week uh, for Dallas. And then I want to do New Jersey when New Jersey starts because I love Jersey. So I don't know, Orange County, we'll dive in and we'll dip in and out of it. But for now, we're going in and we have to talk about Gina, you guys. Ooh, Gina. I felt bad for Gina, but also. Here's the thing with Gina. So if you follow the news, we know that Gina's going through a lot. She had the DUI, which we saw on the show, but then she's also having this situation with Matt, her husband. I don't know if they're currently divorced, but her possibly ex-husband. Anyway, she alleged that he was domestically abusing her, I believe. Somebody had sent me this article. And so it's hard because like, that's not on the show, and I want to just judge what's on the show. I don't want to judge all this other stuff in the news, because if you do that and you talk about everything that's on the blogs, it's hard to kind of keep track of everything, I think. And so I do, on one hand, feel terrible for her because she's seemingly going through a lot right now. And then at the same time, I'm thinking, well, you got a DUI and your friend had a roadie in the car after coming home from a mom event. What kind of mom event was that? What mom event were you at? I don't know a lot of mom events where they have you send you home with some roadies. What was that? And then Gina, the new house, she's got the new house and that decor. Woo! You guys know I love a home goods. That place was furnished by home goods and not in the good way. It was like, what was all of that? It was everything I saw, every which corner, it was like, whoa, what is that? It was shocking to me. And then the cracked iPhone screen, the look in the confessional, you guys, that hair. What was that hair? Who let her go out on camera like that? What hairstylist let her go on? In front of a camera like that, if you're listening, you should be ashamed. I revoke your license. I don't have that power, but if I did, I would revoke your license, Mr. Hairstylist or Mrs. Hairstylist, whoever you are out there. You should not have let her on camera like that. I'm disgusted by you. I'm sure you do other great work, so if you are listening, I'm just kidding. I love you. But that makeup, the hair, the the nail beds, everything, the cracked iPhone screen, all of it was very dark to me. It's very dark-sided. All of Gina, she's still talking like she's got peanut butter in her mouth. I know she's from Jersey, but she's still doing that. Yeah, my name is Gina. You know, and again, I do feel terrible. She's going through a lot. So we need to be on her side and we need to support her and lift her up. But it's sometimes hard to lift someone up when they're driving around drunk with some roadies. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we've all made mistakes. So we can't judge. We've all made mistakes. We've all been places and done things we shouldn't have done. And. You know, speaking of drinks, you guys, I want to take a little detour here. So this has nothing to do with Orange County. But speaking of drinks, I talked about on the show the other day when I was recapping Potomac, I had mentioned this book, Fancy AF Cocktails, which is coming out December 3rd. I'm the co-author, and it's all of Ariana and Tom from Vanderpump Rules. It's all of their cocktail recipes. And the book is fantastic. So it just went up for pre-order. They announced it a week ago. And the book has been doing so well, so I'm so grateful to everyone who's pre-ordered. We were number four on Amazon among all books, which was so incredibly exciting. And I promise, like as a fan of the show, 
I promise it's a wonderful book, and I'm so excited for you guys to see it. I think everyone's going to be blown away by how great it is and how creative they are. And truly, it's an amazing thing. And I, I, if you are on the fence, I promise like it's a good quality book. And I tried to make sure that like it would be something great for fans. So I think you'll really enjoy it. But my story, my detour has to do with my mother, because the press release for it came out last week via People. And my mom knew I was working on a book, but she didn't know exactly what it was. She knew it was like a cocktail thing or whatever. And so the People magazine released this uh, press release for it. And so my mom calls me and she's like, Dan, I'm so excited about your book. We saw it was announced. And I'm like, thanks so much, mom. That's so sweet. She's like, I told all my friends to order that fancy AF book. I'm so excited about fancy AF cocktails. And I'm like, what did you say? I go, you what fancy what? And she goes, fancy AF cocktails. I'm so excited. I told everyone, she's like, I was talking to Debbie next door. I told her, order fancy AF. We all went on our Amazons. Order fancy AF cocktails. So excited, Dan. My big hotshot Hollywood son. He's got a book coming out. So excited, Dan. And I'm like, Mom, did you just say fancy AF? AF? I was like, what does AF mean? She's like, AF, like Aflac. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You think the book is called Fancy Aflac Cocktails? Like, what the fuck does that mean? She's like, you know, Fancy Aflac Cocktails, like the, the insurance company. I'm like, Mom, so you think the book is called Fancy Aflac Cocktails? You think it's a book about the insurance duck? <laughs> I was like, what? You think the book coming out is about, I wrote a book about an insurance duck? Like, what the fuck do you think it is? <laughs> She's like, you know, Fancy Aflac. It's the, the insurance company, Fancy Aflac. I was like, what does that have to do with cocktail? She's like, I don't know. When you're drinking, you need insurance. You can make mistakes. And I'm like, Mom, <laughs> Mom, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Who would buy a book about an insurance duck making cocktails? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, it's fancy AF. She's like, what does fancy AF mean? And I was like, AF, it's like slang. It means like fancy as fuck. It's slang the kids use these days. <laughs> She's like, She's like, Dan, your mouth. What? It means fancy as fuck. I was telling everyone, I told Debbie next door to buy the book. And you're telling me it's fancy as fuck. That's terrible. That's ter- that's so vulgar. And I was like, well, mom, it's not vulgar because it's you're saying AF. You're not saying as the F word. You're saying fancy AF. That's terrible. My day, we didn't use that kind of language. Dance. My dancer putting out this vulgarity. What is that? How dare I can't put that on my shelf? And I was like, Well, mom, you were gonna put a shelf, a uh, book on your shelf about the insurance duck making cocktails. Well, it's better that than AF. I can't believe this. AF, Dan, Dan, oh, that is vulgar. My day, we didn't say stuff like that. I go, In your day, did you talk about the Aflac duck? Like, is that what you were talking about? No, we didn't talk about that stuff. I'd much rather have it be about an insurance duck. I'm not putting that on my shelf. And I was like, Mom, it's better. I was like, it's going to be in Walmart, Target. It's going to be in all those stores. They wouldn't put it on the shelf if it was vulgar. I can't believe that, Dan. I cannot believe that. She was so offended. <laughs> she was so offended that she thought it was fancy AF. And look, I know everyone's got a different opinion about the title. Like, everyone likes something different. I get it. You might be out there thinking, yeah, that's a stupid title. I get it. Whatever. I like the title. I do. But uh, my mother doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't get it. She I, she came around eventually, but she literally thought it was about the insurance company. <laughs> like, 
And then I was like, did you look at the cover? Like, did you see the duck on it? Or did you see anything about insurance on the cover? Like, what? <laughs> what a weird, a weird thing. But then I had to explain, you know, this AF thing. And she thought it was so vulgar. She could not believe it. Fancy, But fancy AF would be much worse, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then I tried to explain to her. I was like, you know, there's different ways of saying something. So you could say, I, I'm going to the restroom. Or you could say, I'm taking a dump. You know, one sounds more vulgar than the other, but they mean the same thing. So he was trying to explain that. But, you know, it can be difficult. It can be difficult. And then she had to go, you know. She's always got to go. Always got to go somewhere else. The last time I was on the phone with her, she had to go because the bold-ass woodpecker was at the door or at the window banging on it. She couldn't concentrate. Anyway, I, um, I'm very excited about this book. I, again, love the title. I think it's great. And I think everyone's going to be blown away. And hopefully the next book we can do fancy Aflac cocktails. <laughs> I'll do a book about the insurance duck. That'll be next. Anyway, that um, I, everyone can pre-order on Amazon. It's, uh, it's great. So let's talk about The Real Houses of Orange County. So last season was terrible. I will go on record as saying that. There was maybe one or two moments that were okay. This season, we're dealing with no more Vicky. Vicky's a friend of, and from what I hear, she's going to be around a lot, but she wasn't in the premiere. But I do hear she's around quite a bit. Uh, I did miss her a little bit. I couldn't tell if I missed her or if I just didn't like the premiere. I couldn't tell. I don't know if I was like, oh, Mrs. Vicky or what. I just don't understand this casting at all. Does it make any sense to me? I love Kelly Dodd. I think she's fantastic. But I don't know how Tamara sort of weaseled her way into this show for so many seasons. That boggles my mind. And Shannon can be very shrill and very hard to watch. Last season was incredibly hard to watch Shannon, I thought. And I know she was going through a lot, but this season, it almost feels like Doth protests too much, like she's trying to prove that she's so happy-go-lucky and fun. And we all know that she's not, it, it feels like too much. Like in her confessional, she's giggling, and it doesn't feel natural to me. I don't know. It feels like everyone told her last season she was such a Debbie Downer. We got a lot of fun Shannon flashbacks, too. We got the, it's not my plate, you fucking bitch! <laughs> I don't have a core! <laughs> Hysterical Shannon is fun, but it can be a lot. Last season was just like all negative Shannon. But she's she lost a lot of weight. She seems lighter and happier, and she's got a new man. And I don't know, I don't know. I I understand why they wouldn't have gotten rid of Shannon. I'll say that. So I don't understand this casting, but I do understand Shannon coming back because she's got a story that a lot of us are invested in. Last season I found her insufferable, and I'm not sure I'm into her this season. I just do get why they brought her back. Now, when it comes to Emily and Gina, I'm like, why did we bring them back? Emily had that one really wonderful moment where she threatened murder on Kelly Dodd last season. And so that was one shining moment where we thought, maybe we'll get something good out of her. Or, you know, maybe we'll get more like that. But Tamara, I don't understand. The new housewife seems great, Bronwyn. I like her. She's got a cute husband. She seems like a better fit than some of these other housewives have been. She seems much better fit than Emily or Gina or Peggy. Remember that 100th housewife, Peggy? Oh, she was the worst. Oh, I hated her. Worst housewife of all time. Anyway, Tamara moved. So last season she had built a house, and now she's moving again. She moved into Coda, Coda de Casa, and she's living there. She said her house was Cape Cod-esque, and it didn't look Cape Cod-esque to me, but it looked beautiful. I liked her new house. And I like that it was in Coda, or Coda de Casa, because... She's right by Gina, who I've always wanted Gina to come back. And Vicky's in that neighborhood. So I like that we're still in this nice gated community. Because every time I see Gina's house with the TV on the floor, I think, what are we watching? 
I mean, what show is this? Am I on Wee TV or Oxygen or what channel is this? Because Bravo, I want them to have a certain standard. Unless we're talking about Vanderpump Rules, I need the people to have some sort of standard of living. I need it to be better than my own home. So I don't want to see TVs on the floor. I don't want to see a place that you call a casita. I need it to look like a better standard of living than what I'm used to. And that's my biggest problem with Gina. Gina in that house with the TV on the floor. It was right on the floor, you guys. It was just sitting on the floor. On the floor. It wasn't even on a stand or nothing. Not a, not a table, a side table, a night table. Nothing. Not even one of those poofs. You know, those furniture stores sell those poofs now. Couldn't have put it on a poof. Where's the poof? Order a poof. They're cheap. Order it off Target.com. Get a poof and then throw the TV on that. Whatever you got to do. A box, a basket, I don't care. Flip over a basket, put the TV on that. She had one TV up, but the other TV was just on the floor. And I thought, Gina, put it on a poof. I don't take a laundry basket and flip it upside down and put the TV on that. Something. Put it on a chair. Anything. There's any sort of surface you could have it on other than a floor. Even some books. Clever, I saw just recently in a, one of those home magazines, or I saw somebody had made like a nice little like table shelf out of big books. So they got like a bunch of big coffee table books, and they made it look gorgeous. It was just like a, a little stand for a TV or whatever you want, and it was made out of books. They didn't put them all together. They just layered them on top of each other in like a cute way. They were all big books. I thought, Gina should do that. Gina, let's get some books and put the TV on it. Order the poof, put some books on there. Whatever you got to do, Gina, but just get the TV off the goddamn floor. What are we doing here? I don't like to see on my TV screen a show about the real housewives behind the gates and then see Gina's house with the TV on the floor. What is that? Ugh. And then the cracked iPhone screen? That belongs on Vanderpump Rules. Mm-mm. Nope. No, ma'am. Get it off here. You belong on Vanderpump Rules with a cracked iPhone screen. I've said that before, and I'll say it again. You got a cracked iPhone screen, you better be talking to Kristen Doty. I don't want to see you talking to the rich women in Cota de Casa. I don't know. I just think there's a standard here. And again, that hair. That hair. Whoo! And the nails and the cracked phone. All of it. I don't need to see that! All of it. I mean, I was happy that she got in a new place. It was much nicer than that casita, wasn't it? It's was much nicer. Much, much nicer. So then uh, we cut to Kelly. We, uh, in the beginning of the episode, she's got a new boyfriend, Dr. Reagan. He works at a place that she got the boobies. And I love Kelly. I thought Kelly was such a breath of fresh air. She's the queen of this franchise now. She is running the show. And she's amazing. She's funny. She's all of the things. Her and Tamara got in a great Twitter argument last night. And Kelly, I believe, won. But it was fantastic. to watch. It was better to watch than the premiere. I honestly was having more fun watching their Twitter stuff than I was watching this actual premiere. So, uh, But Kelly's new boyfriend, Dr. Reagan, I don't know, he weirds me out a little bit, but I'm happy if Kelly's happy. When he gave her that card, though, woo! That card, you guys? Woo! We'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, Kelly and Shannon meet, and they pregame out of some red solo cups, and then I was exhausted. I'll be honest. They were pregaming, and I was exhausted by Shannon. They were... Shannon was seeming like she was trying so hard to have fun. And Kelly's naturally fun. I think Kelly's a fun person, and I think that shows, and I don't think she has any trouble being fun or getting ready to go out. I'm sure she's great to pregame with. But I don't get that vibe from Shannon. And so she was trying to act like she was, and I was just like, oh, I'm so exhausted. So exhausted. Then we, as, right as I'm saying I'm exhausted, we cut to Tamara at her house with her family. Ugh. We see Ryan is there. And her mom, Sandy, Sandy's man, they're there. Eddie's there. 
And Tamara tells us a little bit about her house, how she's neighbors with Vicky and Gina. And then it's revealed that Ryan, Tamara's son, and her other son, Spencer, fight over politics. Ryan says he's a Trump supporter. And Ryan says there's nothing wrong with loving America. And I, I was exhausted. To this scene, you guys, look, here's the thing with these shows. I do think it's important that we get real-life issues in here. So I know a lot of people have family members that they disagree with on politics, and they have these kind of conversations, and that's reality. And this is supposed to be reality TV. But I like these shows as a little bit of an escape, right? So all of a sudden, when I have to deal with Ryan talking about building the wall, I'm like, I couldn't get out of the room fast enough. I, was, I, didn't, I almost turned it off. I was like, I don't know that I can see this. And again, I'm not saying that we should ignore these conversations or that we should ignore these things going on in our country. But I'm just saying, I don't know that I want to watch it in my one hour of escape that I have for the night, because we're inundated with this stuff all day long, for those of us here in the U.S. So then to hear Ryan saying all this th- stuff, I just thought, ugh. Ugh. Apparently, Spencer called Ryan a racist because he wanted to build the wall. And then, then Ryan said something about watching Fox News with Tamara. And then I was most mad that Ryan got the confessional. Because all of a sudden, we're doing kids getting confessionals. Do you notice that Shannon's kids got the confessional? Kelly's kids, they all have the confessional now. Now, I don't know this to be fact. Maybe somebody could correct me. But I thought that if you get a confessional, you probably get paid. You must get some sort of payment. I think. If you're just in a scene, then you wouldn't get paid. You know, if you're just in a scene with Tamara or or Kelly Dodd or whoever, I'd imagine you wouldn't get paid because those are just ca- cameras following around these women, and then the kids just happen to be around or the boyfriends or whoever. But a confessional is a different kind of thing because those people have to go into a sound studio. I know it looks like they're at their houses, but now I believe they do them in studios because they're in front of green screens. So now the kids have to go to the studio to record confessionals. So I would believe that they get paid. They get paid to come to these confessionals. And so now seeing Ryan's doing these confessionals and thinking he's getting paid, Bravo's paying him. Ugh, icky. Anyway. So where's your class if you are wrong in all the right Let's see. Can we cut to Kelly and Shannon? They're at The Quiet Woman. And they're out on the town. Kelly and Shannon, again, Shannon's pretending she's having fun, but then they do the flashback where she's yelling at Kelly at the quiet woman. Read between these lines, you fucking bitch. (laughs) It's not my plate, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Shannon. What a lovely, iconic Shannon scene that was. I don't have a car. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't stop doing that. Uh, But Bronwyn arrives. And... Right when Bronwyn arrives, Kelly says something about Shannon normally not liking new people, and then they show a montage of Shannon hating new people. And my favorite moment was that, I start charities, Megan! The <laughs> that was the best fight, you guys. That's the best fight. And then uh, Shannon seemingly gets along with Bronwyn, but I feel like it's because she feels like she has to. You know what I'm saying? Feels like Shannon knows that she has to get along with the new person. She's done it too many times where she's hated the new girls the new women, and here she has to like Bronwyn, whether she wants to or not. Anyway, then we meet Shannon's man. His name, uh, she calls him Babe. And right off the bat, Kelly asks if he shaves his balls. And that's Kelly for us. And that's what I love so much about Kelly. She's getting right to the nitty gritty, asking the hard questions. A Diane Sawyer of our generation. Anyway, Bronwyn reveals that she has seven kids. She's beautiful, too. I like this Bronwyn. 
I, I like her. She just seems like she fits. When we met Emily and Gina for the first time, it didn't seem like they fit into this franchise. And again, I said this on another episode, but I feel as though Bravo probably wanted to fire Gina and Emily, but Bravo didn't want to, they wanted to save face. Like they didn't want to, they didn't want everyone to know that they were getting rid of first season housewives because it was happening a lot, especially in Orange County with like Peggy and it was happening. And so I feel like they wanted to save face. So they were like, well, we'll bring them back. Maybe they'll be better. And they did. They did. Speaking of Emily, we cut to her and uh, at her house and Shane's studying for the bar. And I hate Shane. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's so rude to her. So fucking rude. Emily's, Emily's a wonderful woman. Again, I don't have anything wrong with Emily. She seems like a great woman. Gina seems like a hot mess. But Emily, again, but we support Gina. We do because we need to. But Emily seems like a very wonderful, kind, lovely human being. And I just don't know that I want this for her. And I don't want Shane for her either, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, Shane's studying for the bar, and they're setting up that storyline. He's not going to be around a lot, blah, blah, blah. Then we cut to Kelly, who's with her daughter, and they're going to a cat cafe, and or a cat place. And Kelly starts talking about the cat. And you guys, this whole little confessional monologue, where she's talking about the feral or pharaoh cat, how she wants to name it Will Ferrell, I could not. I was laughing so hard. It was so pure. It was so hilarious. She said she wanted to name a cat Will. It'd be Will Farrell. And <laughs> and I wasn't even sure if she was saying Pharaoh or Farrell at certain points. It was like Dorinda and Bethany on the plane on Real Houses of New York when, when Bethany says, you're a drunk. And it's like, I don't know if Kelly was saying Farrell, Farrell. I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right now. But you're a drunk. And we weren't sure if Bethany was saying, you're a drunk or you're drunk. It was, that's exactly what it reminded me of, but like in a more comedic version of it. Anyway, Kelly says there's a rat problem. And let me just say, that's another thing I don't want in my housewives. I don't want to know that you're in a city with a rat problem. I know that the Real Houses of New York, they deal with rats all the time. They're in the New York City. But I don't need to hear about the rat problem on this show about these upscale women. That's not what I want to see on a, a show called The Real Housewives. It's not what I'm interested in seeing. That's not what I signed up for. There was a little subplot on The Real Houses of Beverly Hills a couple years back when Lisa Renna had a rat problem. And let me just say, rats are my number one scariest thing. I'm terrified of rats. And so the last thing I want to hear with these women, are, I think I'd rather hear from Ryan than have to hear about the rats in this show. But apparently she needs to get a cat so that the cat can eat the rats. But I didn't even know Newport Beach had a rat problem, did you? I didn't even know that was a thing. It was like Newport Beach got a, Newport Beach has a lot of rats. I'm like, what? Do they? I didn't know that. So we don't really have rats too much here. At least where I'm at, I don't notice them. And if I did, I would be terrified. Uh, anyway, that whole cat place was fun. I'm allergic to cats, but I'd much rather have a cat around than a rat. I'll be honest. Then we cut to Emily and Gina talking about Gina's DUI. Now, this is a very mother-daughter relationship they have. They don't seem like friends or equals to me, particularly in this scene. They seemed like Emily is Gina's mother. And when Gina was telling the story about her DUI, she says, we left this mommy event. I had a couple of classes. She said, I didn't know that I was even drunk. And we're all like nodding along at home, right? Being like, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. You know, we've all maybe been somewhere. I'm not necessarily driving afterwards, but we've all been somewhere where we've had a cocktail and we didn't realize like 
the one drink or the two drinks was making us a little tipsy. Normally in those situations, you hop in a, a rideshare car, right? But in this case, Gina got in the car and she drove. So she's telling the story, and I think we're all nodding along at home thinking, oh, well, I can understand that. But then all of a sudden she reveals that she was driving and she had a roadie. And that was the moment we were like, what? What? What happened there? <laughs> and even uh, Emily was like, what? Like, she couldn't believe it. Like, you had a roadie? Your friend had a roadie? Who's this friend that was with you at the mom event who brought roadies along? But this relationship is weird to me, and I'm expecting some problems in it. Gina seemed embarrassed to tell me, like, we already had a roadie. And, you know, she's a peanut butter mouth. And I just sense that there's going to be some problems with Gina and Emily. There's going to be some stuff down the line because this relationship doesn't seem like equals. Doesn't seem like equals. Then we cut to Bronwyn at her house with Sean. And look, Sean's hot. Sean, the hot, husband's hot. And she had a sign up said, everyone has a story. Y'all know I love that. It said, every family has a story. And I thought, yep, love her. That's probably why I like her. Everyone has a story Different as night and day And everyone has their own journey Some follow their path Some wander away But everyone has a moment Every family does have a story and everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. <laughs> then, uh, I did think it was too many kids, though. I mean, that's a lot of kids. She has seven kids. That's a lot. At a certain point, I guess they raise each other. And I do love the movie Cheaper by the Dozen. When I saw that as a kid, I thought, you know, I want to have a lot of kids. But now that I'm older, I just think seven is a lot. That sounds exhausting. Exhausting. So then we cut to Kelly at Dr. Reagan's office. So right off the bat, it was raining outside in Orange County. And Kelly comes in after, uh, comes in out of the rain into the doctor's office. And so the doctor says, staying dry. Kelly says, wet around you. And I clapped at home. I stood up and clapped. (laughs) Kelly's very quick. And she says things that are so, like, just out of the blue, so crazy. I just love it. It's unpredictable. And that's what I love about Kelly Dodd. That's what I love. So then this Dr. Reagan gives her flowers. Meanwhile, Kelly was doing some hat work. She had a large white cap on. It was very aggressive hat work and a leopard. uh, She was doing animal print work in terms of her blouse. That blouse was an animal print. The Orange County women, you know, at all the housewife women, they love an animal print. They love to do some animal print work. And Kelly was definitely doing that along with the hat work this episode. It's a lot going on, but she looked beautiful. And the Dr. Reagan gave her flowers and then uh, he thanks her and he gives her a card that said, You are loved. And I was so uncomfortable. I don't know that I've ever been this uncomfortable. I was so incredibly uncomfortable. Kelly opened it and she couldn't read the inside. And he like made some joke about doctors not being able to write. And it just felt very awkward. And then he gave her a gift. And this is, I wrote this down. This is what he said as he handed her a gift. Kelly was opening it and he said, this is Sophia Day, a really hot designer. Raindrop diamond earrings. I know it's your favorite because I listened to you. That made me very uncomfortable. Kelly just was like, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> he's like, I love you here, Raindrop Diamond Earrings. She's like, okay, thanks. It was very Romy Michelle. She kind of reminds me, Kelly, of, uh, of Romy. And Romy Michelle, she talks like Romy, doesn't she? Oh, Romy. That's how Kelly talks. Oh, Dr. Reagan, thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's how Kelly talks. Wit around you. She's got that. 
She's got that Romy-esque tone. Okay. And that's what she, it was so awkward. And then Kelly reveals that Michael, her ex, is very jealous of the doctor. So then we cut to Shannon and Tamara heading to Dr. Reagan's office. Now, Dr. Reagan did Shannon's face tight. I think that's what they were calling it, which I was a little unclear if it was a facelift. Shannon said it was like a facelift, but not as invasive. But then they showed her and she looked like it was pretty invasive. So I don't know how it worked, but uh, Tamara reveals that she's having a barbecue. And so they head in uh, to Dr. Reagan's office to invite Kelly to the barbecue. And as they're pulling in, Tamara and Shannon see Kelly's G-Wagon, and it looks like the color of diarrhea, according to Tamara. And so they make fun of this G-Wagon. And just as they were making fun of the G-Wagon, that was when I hopped on Twitter, and I noticed Tamara and Kelly Dodd were having a Twitter war. So it made me very excited for the season. I will be honest with you guys, like, I sort of hate Orange County sometimes, but, and by sometimes I mean most times, but that Twitter war made me excited. So my fingers are crossed, but I'm not too optimistic. I hate being pessimistic on this show, but here we are. So they drive into the doctor's office, and Shannon does some Botox, and uh, Kelly jokes that Shannon needs to get some new boobs. She says, like, oh, Shannon, guy's not going to want to motorboat you with pancake titties. It's so, so funny. She just kept saying pancake titties. Guy's not going to want to motorboat you. (laughs) Okay, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up uh, this recap. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, 
all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Anyway, then uh, Tamara invites to this barbecue. She says that Vicky is invited. And then we see that flashback of Vicky accusing Kelly of doing cocaine, which I love on a Housewives, a cocaine allegation. It always spices things up, as we know. And that was at the reunion last season. And so it made me excited for Vicky's return, because again, I'm very excited for some drama. And that was the end of the episode. Next week, we do see Vicky and Kelly coming face-to-face. We see Gina dating, and Shane being the worst. And Kelly some does something with a pig emoji, or she sends Vicky a pig an emoji, calls her something like a pig, pig bitch or so. I, I was very unclear, but it made me very excited. So that's next week. And yeah, I wish on this premiere that the women had gotten together. Orange County premieres are always lame, to be honest. And the past few seasons in general have been terrible. But normally, always, the premiere is a little bit more low-key. And I wish that they got together more. You know, in the Real Houses in New York, they're always together. Even on the premiere, a lot of them are in groups together. But on Orange County, for some reason, they were all separate except for Kelly and Shannon a little bit. I I don't know, it felt very disconnected to me. And not super exciting for what's ahead. I don't know. Again, please don't ask me if I'm going to cover Orange County every week, because I just don't know. We're going to dip in and out. And we had to talk about this premiere because of Gina's hair. I couldn't help myself. The whole look, that whole new house, that TV on the floor. We had to talk about it. So next week, We'll be back. I think there's going to be a pop dive on Monday. A lot of you have been asking if there's going to be another pop dive. So I believe there'll be one on Monday as long as the, the guest comes through. And then on, uh, later next week, we'll recap Southern Charm and we'll dip into Orange County. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Let's see. Oh, I want to tell you all, uh, if you want one of the shirts, go to everythingiconic.threadless.com. There's Queen Icon Legend shirts up now. So a lot of people have been asking for those. So go to everythingiconic.threadless.com. 
you want to find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic, click become a patron. If you donate $4 more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes. And I just posted a recap of the Ashley Simpson show episode one. So the premiere of the Ashley Simpson show recap is up and it was so wild, so wonderful. You can watch the Ashley Simpson show on YouTube. The whole show's there. And if you rewatch the pilot, you guys, it is a wonderful nostalgia trip. It is so fun. Ashley Simpson is wearing the baggiest pants I've ever seen. <laughs> the whole pilot. Just the bag- baggiest pants. She could have fit four of her in one pair of pants. And uh, the recap is up there on Patreon. And I'm doing one recap a month. All sorts of different things. But uh, more importantly, the money just helps to support this show. So thank you, all of you who are supporting the Patreon, because I couldn't make this show without you. I love you all so, so much for listening. Please be kind to one another, and let's do our little cool down. Let's take a deep breath in and hold it. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in and hold it. Now think of your friend, your soulmate, your sister. Breathe out. Whoever came to mind when I said your friend, your soulmate, your sister, please reach out to them and just tell them you love them. Tell them you're thinking of them and hold that person tight, tighter than Tamara held Vicky because Vicky's no longer a main cast member, so Tamara didn't hold on tight enough. Anyway, I love you all so much for listening. Goodbye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.